Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com forward slash credit card. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Pirelli tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey! Thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FS. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Happy New Year to you. Hope 2024 is off to a great start and is a tremendous year for you. We got a ball buffet on tap, baby. We've got NFL reaction, we've got college football playoff preview. We are broadcasting live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help get you there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. All right, Jeff, so uh, we look at the other college football playoff matchup, the Sugar Bowl, the nightcap over here. We've got Texas against Washington. Wouldn't it be fitting... If Washington ends up winning the whole freaking thing, no. With the Pac-12, I'm just thinking from the Pac-12, as we know it, going away, it's going away. And how many years did the Pac-12 cannibalize itself? Right, where they just couldn't get a team into the playoff, and with it going away, uh, it'd be funny if Michael Penix Jr. and company just found a way to win the whole freaking thing. Just that they're here. Is yeah, interesting no, enough. no, no, nothing about Washington uh, winning a championship will ever excite me uh, as an Oregon fan. Um, <laughs> so how about we'll just we'll just we'll put that one as an, in the no category. Hard pass. Uh, hard pass. I do think they win today, though. Um, you do. So Washington's pretty interesting. Okay, so here's the deal. Uh, you know, we are. Um, I don't know if we're. You know, we're stat people, right? I mean, we look at trends, right? It's part of our you know our, our job to sort of pay attention to those those type of things. Um, so. Washington has won nine straight games, maybe 10 straight games, by 10 points or less, Mm -hmm. right? It's the first time a team has won that many games by 10 points or less in a row 
in the Division One era since 1973. All right, um, we can equate that to maybe the Vikings last season, in the NFL, who won um, you know ten games by one score or less, and went to the playoffs and lost by one score. Um, so I, I don't know if that ends today against Texas or they continue that streak. But here's some interesting thing about their like this is why again I do not like Washington. I can appreciate what they've done this season, but here is why I don't get what's happening. All right, let me explain. Um, the, I'm gonna give you some defensive efficiency numbers for Washington. Okay, mm-hmm. ready? Uh oh. Um, points per scoring opportunity, 95th in the country. Mm. Yards per drive, 112th in the country. Oh, Yet their yeah. points per drive are 62. Typically, that's pretty. That normally is, is closer together, right? Rushing success rate on defense, one twenty one in the country. Goodness. Okay. Third down percentage. I mean, third or long percentage, one hundred eleventh. Third and short, one hundred nineteenth. Sacks per dropback, one thirty one. Pressure rate, one hundred one. Tackle success rate, one twenty nine. <laughs> I don't know why they're 13-0. You tell me, buddy. Yeah, right. So sure. at some point, you're like, I don't know. I, I guess at some point it sort of makes sense. I, they're doing the okay, Havoc rate. Do you know what Havoc rate is? Havoc rate? Havoc. Havoc. H- havoc. Okay. H-O-V-H-A-V-O-C. Havoc uh-huh. rate. So Havoc rate basically is um, you, it's like tackles for loss, uh, sacks, uh, you know, broken up passes, interceptions, like sort of like the, the, the things you do on defense to create sort of havoc, right? Like, sure. oh, it's havoc. 76 in the country. Yeah. I, but they keep winning football games. I know. I don't know, man. You tell me, what it, does it break today? Does, does that end today? Uh, because it should <laughs> at some well, point. That's uh, the thing. What it tells me, Jeff, is I'm expecting Texas to have success both running and passing, right? That's dangerous when you're a defense and you don't do a heck of a lot well, right? When, and Texas has so many offensive playmakers. Where if you look at the other side of this, one stat that stands out to me, Washington's offense ranks number one in FBS in passing yards per game. Texas's defense yeah. against the pass ranks 95th. And the flip side is Texas is third against the rush in terms of yards per game. So I don't expect Washington to be able to do both. Now, they might throw it all over the freaking place, and that might be enough to win it. But when you don't have the run-pass element, you're not going to be able to keep teams off balance as well. And I think Texas, they should do a better job of keeping Washington's defense off balance than Washington's offense is going to do. So a couple things about those passing numbers. Um, you know, we sort of know that there's the raw data. Like, those can be skewed by late games, right? Teams trying to come back. Sure. So, like, their, their passing success rate, which uh, basically eliminates garbage time, is 24th in Texas defense. Now, they allow a ton of explosive plays. They're 97th. Like, that, that's a problem. They allow their 98th in completion percentage uh, when guys are wide open. Like, they... they they don't, they're not 76 to contest the pass. Like they're not great at those things. Mm-hmm. But the yards itself, I think, aren't as important as can you just in the red zone clamp things down, right? Yeah. Um, and if they can't run the ball, obviously, which, you know, Washington has done much better the last second half of the season, um, then, you know, it, it makes it obviously for a difficult day. 
I just I'm tired of betting against Washington. Put it like mm. that. Um, yeah, they keep winning these close games. At some point, you know, it, it sort of you know has to. I, it's at some point we just decide that, that that this is who they are and they're going to keep winning. You know. Yeah, it's uh, the thing that stands out to me. You know how it goes, man. There's so much time bef- between these uh, games where you just have stats left and right. But one that I think matters a ton is what Texas isn't able to do consistently in the red zone on offense it's or problem, defense. Yeah. That's that blows my mind because Texas is so good against the rush and has such a good defensive line. I'm surprised they're that bad defensively in the red zone. And then also on the flip side, when you're able to run it and throw it offensively, and yet you're not scoring yeah. a high rate of touchdowns in the red zone, it's a head-scratcher to yeah. me. I'll just... Uh... Uh, red zone touchdown rate for Washington's defense are 118th in the country. So something that's to well, that's going to help. Something <laughs> Something's going to gonna, today, yeah. Right? Yeah. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I, look, a lot of those drives are going to come down to that. Who can execute in the red zone? And you think about Washington. Dylan Johnson came down, uh, came on down the stretch. There's no doubt the Washington running back. But that's not a big part of their offense throughout a lot of the season, and yet. When Washington is in the red zone, and you think there are tight quarters, right? You don't have as much space to work with, and, and I want to see how they're able to execute against Texas's defense when you know when they're at the eight yard line. If you can't run it, it's yeah. not that easy to get in the end zone. Yeah, it's not. Um, I I think the game plan for Texas is it, it's it's run the ball, play action pass, and then try to sort of best you can slow down their offense. The thing about Washington's offense is Roma Dunze, man. Like, there's just sort of... Uh, yeah. He's sort of inevitable, you know? Yeah. And it's hard to... It's it's really hard just to to stop him um, because he just... He's unguardable. Like, I mean, he's unstoppable. Like, he just is big and tall and long, and teams just do not s- stop him. Yeah. Yeah, I think of both offenses, especially Washington's offense... It's like a great NBA scorer. You know what I mean? Maybe like a Steph Curry. or There are a couple of guys that have beautiful games. I used this example on Saturday. I'll throw it your way, Jeff, just in case you weren't you know, setting aside everything in your day to listen to the Saturday version of Countdown to Kickoff. I, I, I actually was planning to do that today, yeah. Well, after, <laughs> as I deep clean my, the carpet for my dog this morning. <laughs> catch up on the podcasts over there. It'd be like a, a Shea Gilgis Alexander with the Oklahoma City Thunder, beautiful offensive game, or like a, uh, I don't know, say uh, uh, like a De'Aaron Fox of the Sacramento Kings, really beautiful offensive game. If you're defending those guys, what do you do? You try to get them off balance as best you can. You know what I mean? And that's what I think defenses in this game are going to have to do. Washington, we all know about their offensive firepower. We know about the talent that Texas has offensively. What do you do defensively? You just try to get them out of their rhythm. How do you do that? You force turnovers, and you smack around the opposing quarterback. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Like That's what you have to do to keep these offenses off balance the best you can. You're not going to limit them to like 14 points or something like that. But you're trying to end a couple of drives without points yeah. or have a couple of drives end in field goals. That's the best way to do it. Turnovers and physical football. Yeah. It, so I'm digging into Washington a little bit more. It's kind of interesting to see like 
in conference play, they basically the two best team defenses they play were Oregon, and they, Oregon's de- defense is sort of uh, not built to beat Washington. They we play way too much man coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, by we, I mean Oregon. Like I can say we um, too much man coverage, and, and Washington tears that to, to shreds. Uh, otherwise, like again, they they struggle to score. If thinking about sort of like you know, when they played Oregon State, twenty two points. Oregon State's defense, you know, when they played Arizona, 31 points. Um, so, it, you know, it, you, they can be stopped. Um, obviously, Arizona and the state, they won a game without scoring a touchdown. So, uh, I, I really, really like the first half over in this game. It's 31 and a half. Mm. Um, I, I, you have, uh, two coaches, um, in really three coaches. I'll, I'll include Kalen DeBoer, the head coach for uh, Washington, and their offensive coordinator, Ryan Grubb. Like, just just geniuses, man. Like, incredible offensive coaches. Um, their offensive line, Joe Moore, award-winning offensive line. Um, and Texas, Steve Sarkeesian, you have to sort of throw out your preconceived notion of what he is. You know, whether you think, whether you look back at his time at USC or Washington, or like, he's not that coach anymore, guys. He's an elite, elite-level Play call, play caller, play schemer, adjuster. I think Brian, this first half, it's inside in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. It's there's going to be a ton of points in this football game hmm. early in this game. By the way, I don't think it really matters not much for this game, but wasn't the uh, the LSU like the Joe Burrow, Trevor Lawrence LSU Clemson game? Wasn't that in the same place in New Orleans? I think it was right. Uh, I think the title game was actually new is that the title game that was in new yeah. orleans yes yeah 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 so and there are a lot of points in that game but i hear you fast track you know scheming wise or, or uh, uh scripting scripting the first you know 15 plays roughly around there uh, it's tough man it's tough to stop to stop a, a supremely talented offense when the plays are scripted and uh, it's you see that all the time in the NFL also. How many times do you see these offenses? Russell Wilson and the, the Broncos, well-documented. Like They'll get off to a great start. Just a lot of plays are scripted, and then it slowly declines a little bit. But the point is, at the beginning, I hear you. I hear you. It's, I think it's a little bit like uh, it's boxing, too. When you're just trying to feel out your opponent, it's harder to feel out your opponent when in the first round he's just throwing freaking haymakers at your face. You're like, holy cow, let me weather the storm here a little bit. There's no easing in, I don't think, in this game. And what's also interesting is if you look at the odds for each team to win it all, to win the championship, right? Very even with the first three teams. So Michigan is plus 200. All that means is if you risk $100, you would win the plus amount, right? So risk 100, you would win 200. Alabama, risk 100, you would win 210. Texas is plus 250. So right there, Michigan, 200. Alabama, 210. Texas, 250. Like, they're all right together. And then there's Washington, plus 650. Like, Vegas is not buying Washington the same way it's buying the other teams. But if you roll over their money line parlays, you would have a better number than 650. So, um, unless you want to take 650 and sort of play it in a different way, I don't know. But, um, you know, it's, 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 uh, don't if you think Washington's gonna win, just take them on the money line in two straight games because they're gonna be seven point dogs to either Michigan or Alabama. Yeah, yeah, mm. I think that makes it a lot more fun, right? Think about some of the other years where you wouldn't have these odds 
for many other iterations of the college football playoff, right? We've got three teams with very, very similar odds to win the whole thing in Michigan, Alabama, and Texas. Yeah. I mean, it's it's more parity in the college football playoff than we're used to. I think that's fun. I think it makes it better that way. It does. And so I think there's going to be great games today. I mean, first, we'll have Oregon smash Liberty, hopefully, and then right in the playoff, you know? <laughs> I want to get those uh, Liberty stats around the corner, man. Those stats oh, are tremendous. Oh, yeah. We could, we could go right to the Liberty schedule. It's incredible. I mean, oh. I tweeted last night. I still have not watched a second of Liberty. You know what I'm going to do right now? I'm going to, during the break, I'm going to watch a, a, a Liberty game on YouTube just to, like, watch one Liberty football. I'm going to try to find one game, give you, give you like, a little, uh, a, little, a little preview of what I see. They play nobody. I don't care about Liberty. <laughs> I do not care about them at all. I'm not going to lie. Maybe I'm a, just a, an, an arrogant, uppity new Big Ten fan because Oregon's going to Big Ten. I just don't care. Do not care whatsoever. Uh, that's so weird, right? I watched the uh, Holiday Bowl in USC Bowl, yeah. and at the end they're like, you know, next stop, the Big Ten. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's right. How could I? This it's sounds the, so it, weird. Buddy, I do Pac-12 radio. It's yeah. my, my job for five years now. Normally when you get let go of a job, it's because of, you know, you might not agree with it, but like performance-based, right? You're like, or, sure. or they cut. I'm just losing a job because they just don't refuse to have a conference. <laughs> like I'm out of a job in a couple of weeks on that show yeah. because they just decided to, they, they're done playing football as a conference. So they don't kind of give you the NCAA two-year grace period. That's the least they could do over there. No, we're know? done in like three weeks, man. So yeah. it's it's not Goodness. it's not very fun. I'll tell you that to like lose a job because the the conference you cover just ceases to exist. Like something I just did not expect was ever going to happen. You know what I mean? Um, Absolutely. Just pack it up and go. So um, yeah, it's it's really it it really you know when it, it has not really been a thing I thought too much about until recruiting day two Wednesdays ago when everyone was, you know, December 20th, everyone was signing and I covered, I went on to big 10 radio uh, because there's uh, college stations, college channels for every station uh, stations for every college conference. And, you know, we're talking to PAC 12 coaches about the big 10 and you start talking about next season and the portal and things like that, that I cover religiously. And um, you're talking about next year, next year, next year, next year. And it's like, well, I mean, next year is, is basically here and it's in the big 10. It's crazy. Yeah, I know. It's it's wild that it's happened like that. And, of course, Washington having a spectacular season, being in the college football playoff, they finally get a team there, and the whole freaking conference is going away as we know it. Hey, coming up next on Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, live from the TireRack.com studios, this team would be drunk out of its mind to stick with what they currently have. I'm Brian No, He's Jeff Schwartz. Keep it locked right here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Two NBA insiders podcasting twice a week to plug you right into the NBA grapevine. All happening in only one place. This league uncut. The new NBA podcast with me, Chris Haynes and me, Mark Stein. Join us as we team up to expound on everything we're covering, hearing, and chasing. Listen to This League Uncut with Chris Haynes and Mark Stein on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally. 
but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's really good? Creighton, you don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team. Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> and then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Dirk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Dirk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and who doesn't want better sex? But if you have ED, you may be struggling and dragging your feet on solving the problem. Don't put off having a better sex life any longer. Check out Him Sex Shoes and bring a new level of excitement and confidence to your sex life. The process is simple and 100% online, no uncomfortable doctor's visits. No insurance is needed. Pay one low price for your treatments, online visits, ongoing shipments, and provider messaging. Hims has hundreds of thousands of trusted subscribers, so if ED is getting you down it's time to change that start your free online visit today at hymns.com slash two pros that's h-i-m-s.com slash two pros for your personalized ed treatment options hymns.com slash two pros prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply see website for details and important safety information subscription required price varies based on product and subscription plan sex are compounded products and have not been approved by the FDA. The FDA does not verify the safety or effectiveness of compounded drugs. It is Fox Sports Radio's Two Pros and a Cup of Joe, live from the Tyrac.com studios. I'm Brian No. He's Jeff Schwartz filling in for the guys. Did you know Discover wants everyone to feel special? That's why with Discover Card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability which means you're never held responsible for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Goodness, Jeff. I almost said the name of the wrong show. That would be I'm just, bad. I'm so used to working with you. I almost hit a countdown to kickoff. I'm like, wait a minute. That's not it. That's That happened to me the other day. I've done that I was, before. <laughs> I was filling in for an indie station. It's an ESPN affiliate. And I was like, hey, Brian, no, here at Fox Sports Radio. Oh, my gosh. I'm <laughs> 
did not mean to say that. My bad. Yeah, so it happens, man. Luckily, it didn't happen quite there. How about this? The Bears, they're locked in. They've got the number one overall pick in the 2024 NFL draft. Jeff, they would be drunk and out of their minds if they bypass both Caleb Williams and Drake May and stick with Justin Fields. Because here's the thing. Justin Fields has just been okay. You have to pay that guy big money instead of paying a rookie quarterback a rookie contract. Like, you reset the con- – best best case scenario, Caleb Williams is special in the NFL. I think worst case, he's as good as Justin Fields has been. I don't f- see him being a bust at all. So why would you stick with Fields and not try to do better than him – at a fraction of the cost, like they can't be that dumb to stick with him. They can't be. Um, well, I think they are because they're keeping <laughs> the reporters are keeping Matt Eberflus right. So if you're keeping Matt Eberflus, the head coach, right? Um, I imagine you're keeping the quarterback. Too, even though Ryan Poles uh, did not, the general manager did not draft Justin Fields. Do you think they will end up doing that? Mm, I mean. Wouldn't you, if you were drafting Caleb Williams, wouldn't you go find yourself like the best offensive coach you can find, be the head coach? I mean, the playoffs right now, I believe, as as we're sitting right now, I'm gonna just I'm gonna double check to make sure I have this correct. And this is not at all slight to defensive coaches, mm-hmm. but I believe let me look here at playoff stands. Okay, so Baltimore is a, a neutral coach, right? It's John Harbaugh. He, right. He's a special teams guy. Yep. Miami, um, they're a playoff team. They have an offensive coach. Yep. The Chiefs, offensive coach. Browns, offensive coach. Those are the the, the four teams that are in the playoffs in AFC. Uh, the NFC, Niners, offensive coach. Cowboys, offensive coach. Lions, offensive coach. Eagles offensive coach, Rams offensive head. These are head coaches, offensive head coaches. Yep. Um, Tampa Bay defensive head coach. They're yeah. probably going to win the South. Uh, Green Bay right now, the seventh seed in the NFC offensive coach. Seattle defensive coach, New Orleans defensive coach. Um, so you know, there's a possibility on on the uh, AFC side, the Bills defensive coach, mm-hmm. Colts have a uh, have an offensive coach. So uh, so do the and then the Texans Steelers do not. So I'm just saying that like if you are the the Bears. And you're serious about drafting Caleb Williams. Wouldn't you go pay Ben Johnson whatever money he wants, the Alliance Office coordinator, to be your head coach? You know what I mean? Like you would right. do it. And it doesn't feel like they're lining up to do that. You can make the case. I, I would make this case that if you're keeping Justin Fields, you trade the first pick, you get a bunch of draft picks, and you try to build your team around Fields again. Ugh. The issue is that becomes very expensive very soon. Because he's entering his fourth season next year. So you have to pick up either his fifth-year option this offseason to pay him. So you have to pay him a lot of money in year five. And if you stick with Fields, you're basically saying, in my opinion, that you are, you, you're going to sign him to a long-term contract. Because there's no reason to keep him for one more year. Like, pass by Caleb Williams for one more year of Fields. The, the NFL has historically shown that if you do not have it after year two, you're probably never going to have it. The, mm-hmm. the 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 one the one caveat to that is is Josh Allen, right? And going back further, it's Alex Smith, right? Alex Smith, remember, was really bad first couple of years. Got a better coach, Harbaugh, much better. There's not a lot of a lot of uh, examples, Brian, of quarterbacks like Fields who have been an inefficient passer for three seasons. Remember, the job is passing first. Running's great. Right. Running's an extra. Passing's first. 
of a quarterback who has been inefficient for three years now as a passer. He's below average as a passer, inefficient, inefficient numbers, becoming like some sort of elite passer. It just it just hasn't happened. Um, and outside of Josh Allen, I don't think that's going to happen here. No, it's not. And that's the thing, man, is if you look at this, Justin Fields, and you can say what you want about the lack of weapons around him. He finally has DJ Moore, who's a legitimate weapon. Cole Komet is becoming a pretty good tight end, uh, but he hasn't been blessed with just great talent around him. So that factors into the numbers. But after 37 starts, he's thrown 40 touchdowns and 30 interceptions. 40 and 30 in today's NFL is nothing to write home about. His career passer rating is 82. Like, it's a fraction better this season with better weapons than it was last season. Right? Like, there's just data staring at you in the face where this guy is just okay. And I don't see him, to your point, just all of a sudden, I don't know, hitting an extra gear, and it's like, holy cow, look at this guy. His career passer rating is on the same level as like Kenny Pickett this year, Aiden yeah. O'Connell, the so Raiders great. quarterback this season, Desmond Ritter. That's the zip code he's been in as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Yeah. And you're going to bypass Caleb Williams for that? They'd be out of their minds to do that. There's also going to be some Drake May as a first pick overall chatter. Yeah. Um, I'm curious, obviously, sort of, how that uh, how that pans out because I again I cover the I watch a lot of a lot of USC football I, mm-hmm. uh, over the years. Um, Caleb Williams is an incredible prospect, but he plays out of structure a lot, a, a, a lot, ton. alarmingly. And yes, there's a and and the question I think becomes like, is that a Lincoln Riley? Was that Lincoln Riley's problem? Because the offense, I thought, with Caleb Williams was very stale. Um, they don't have a number one. Water, but then you watch the bowl game, and Miller Moss comes in and just plays in structure. They just put up a ton of points. Yeah. And now, again, bowl game is eh, bowl season. Eh, you know How much do you really take into consideration bowl season? The point is that like they, they you're going to have to talk about why that was this season. Was it because they, they were trying to – Caleb Williams was trying to score a lot of points because he knew that – his team in general like wasn't good. He had to carry the load for the team. Certainly possible, Brian. But you have to find out sort of why that happened this season. Yeah. Well, it comes back to it's just so much harder to do similar things in the NFL. Just extending plays, buying time. It can be done. But the percentage of the time that Caleb was doing that in college compared to what he's going to be able to do in the NFL. It's night and day. It's not even close to the same thing. So, and that's the thing with Mahomes. Mahomes is incredibly creative, but he does a lot of things on time, right? Like hits his final step, sees it, throws it, gets rid of it. He's not dancing around there, you know, 50, 60% of the time. And that's just the way it is in the NFL. So I really want to see how Caleb transitions there, but Look, if you want to sell me on Drake May over Caleb Williams, I'll listen to that way before I hear Justin Fields over either Caleb Williams or Drake May. You just got to reset that quarterback contract and to bypass on those two guys who could be dudes for the next 15 years, 
because you want to cling on to hope that the 40 touchdown and 30 interception guy, the light bulb's just going to go on. No, thank you. I'm not signing up for I'm, that. I'm with you, buddy. I totally agree. Yeah. Look at you. Look at us, brothers in arms. I, huh? I am. I am. I, I'm of the opinion almost to a point where I think you should essentially draft a quarterback every year till you find one that you like. I mean, hey, listen, there's an argument to be made. Instead of just waiting and waiting and waiting, it's like waiting for your deadbeat dad to pick you up when you're seven years old, and it's like, he's not coming, right? Yeah. Like, there are some quarterbacks where you just know they're never going to be franchise quarterbacks. Correct. Uh, a franchise uh, man, franchise update anchor would be our guy, Kevin Wyatt, who's with us today. K-Dub, what Franchise is the latest, update anchor. Well, I like the sound of that. So You like that, yes, huh? Yes, there we go. Very nice. Well, the franchises that are in the NFL playoffs are at least the top of them, the Ravens and the 49ers, and the franchise player of the Ravens, Lamar Jackson, a big reason why Baltimore has the number one seed. He had one of his best games of the season in which many expect him to win the MVP, and he had that type of performance against the Dolphins. Five touchdown passes and 321 yards as Baltimore wins it going away, 56-19. So the Super Bowl going through Baltimore from the A. AFC side of things and on the NFC side it's the 49ers clinching the number one seed after beating the commanders 27 to 10 they also got some help from a division rival the Cardinals with an upset of the Philadelphia Eagles 35 to 31 so San Francisco will get home field advantage throughout the playoffs as well as that coveted first round by other playoff scenarios the Rams clinching a wild card spot as they beat the Giants 26 25 they got their ticket punched once the Seahawks lost at home to the Steelers 30 to 23 the final there the Packers and Vikings on Sunday night football it's Green Bay winning at 33 10 so they currently off Occupy the number seven seed. The Seahawks are tied with Green Bay. They're down a spot because of the tiebreaker at number eight. New Orleans also tied. They're down behind Seattle at number nine. Minnesota's actually a game back, and they are still technically alive for a playoff spot in the number 10 spot. The Buccaneers currently occupy the top. Uh, the top place in the NFC South, holding the tiebreaker with New Orleans in a game ahead of Atlanta. Tampa Bay fell to the Saints on Sunday, 23-13. The Falcons taken down by the Bears, 37-17. And the AFC has three spots open. Jacksonville currently in the lead of the AFC South after they shut out the Panthers, 26-0. And it made uh, Carolina owner David Tepper so upset, he went and threw his drink out of his suite onto a bunch of Jacksonville fans. So we'll see uh, what comes of that. Okay. Uh, frustration abounds there in uh, in uh, Charlotte. The Colts and Texans each tied with the Jags, but they're on the wrong end of the tiebreakers. Indianapolis and Houston each keeping pace with wins against the Raiders and Titans, respectively. The Steelers are also 9-7, and seven, tied with the Texans and Colts, but they are on the wrong side of the tiebreaker. And uh, the big scenario for the Bills, they're 10-6, and six, the number 5 seed. They will play the Miami Dolphins on Sunday Night Football, the last game of the regular season on uh, this coming week, and they beat the Patriots yesterday, 27-21. So, if the Bills are able to beat the Dolphins on Sunday, they win the AFC East. If they lose, and they aren't able to get any help, uh, they can still get in if uh, the Steelers or Jaguars also lose, but if that doesn't happen, and the Bills are unable to beat Miami on Sunday, they can miss the playoffs altogether. So, a lot still on the line, 
as we head into the final week of regular season football. Back to you guys. Thank you, Mark. It is uh, Brian No and uh, Kevin. I'm so used to Mark's running the running the show. Technical producer. Sorry, I'm getting my getting the crew mixed up. What's up with that, Jeff? I, I'm I surprised you're, I didn't you're just you're call you Rich Ornberger. You, you know what I mean? Goodness, you're flustered this morning. You have all that. Uh, you know the. Uh, you know the, the the New Year's Eve. Uh, you know, I know it. I know. Yeah, it's uh, you know Mark Ramsey is with us, technical producer. We got Kevin Wyatt on the updates. Yeah, I'm on a couple hours of sleep, but you know what my caffeine is, Jeff? Ball. Ball is Ball my buffet. caffeine. That's right. You know what? I I gotta say this. We'll we'll get to a a little like uh, no huddle offense. Uh, just going through a couple of the games from week okay. seventeen. But here's the thing. Um. I want a sky judge in the NFL, okay? okay? That's what I want. If you go back to that Dallas-Detroit game, I for, this might be a poor argument because I don't know if the sky judge fixes that problem in real time. No. It, probably not. But I think it fixes a lot of problems, you know? And the NFL, they're just doing this replay assist but they're doing it inconsistently, That's where sometimes the they use it, sometimes they don't. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Oh, all right. Yeah. Well, I guess, I guess there, Brian, I'm you back. There? I'm back. Yes. Can you hear okay, me? Sorry. I, I didn't know if it was. See, sometimes when it happens, I don't know if it's me or you, but yes, you're back. There you go. Oh, you're back. Man, okay. It's so weird. I don't know. It was like the power went off, or I don't know what happened right Well, I didn't there, know but... if it was me. I'm, I'm looking at my thing. My internet goes out you know, every, every month or once a month. I don't know if it's <laughs> n- you know, New Year's just pops off. Or, there we go. Okay, we're back. So you're back. I'm back. We're all back. We're all back. We're better than ever. I, I'm sorry. That's another guy. You know, can't say that over here. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. Like they're doing this replay assist thing, and it streamlines it, and it makes it so much faster than the guy going under the hoodie. And uh, yeah, see, it's just better that way. I think the sky judge is the next iteration where some of these clear and obvious yes. calls that are just missed in real time they can be fixed, uh, and if it gives yeah. us a better chance of the two point conversion actually counting. With Taylor Decker and the Lions most likely winning that game, at least taking the lead with 23 yeah. seconds left, I am all for that. Well, that it would have, it, it probably doesn't fix that situation, to be honest. Probably with you. doesn't, but it fixes a ton of them. But it the just question got me becomes then, Brian, is yeah. like, how much do you want this to be part of the game? Because do you want it to be for every call? For every I want it to be call? for, yeah, just. Every clear and obvious call that is missed. If a quarterback, you know, gets hit in the head and it's missed somehow, some way, because that has happened before. Like they try to deflect the pass and they hit the guy in the head. Or, sure, but uh, it, fix is it. it is it for like holding calls or no. like no, okay, no, no. So what did you, pass interference? Yeah, we're talking pass interference, the clear and obvious stuff. There was a a phantom face mask. That was missed or right, like w- okay stuff like that, stuff that is just obviously wrong. Yeah. The only I'll, I'll push back a little bit here. Um, the hard part about that is becomes again what we're talking about. Like, where do you stop? Mm-hmm. Like, what 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 plays get reviewed, which don't? How do you how do you make sure that you don't over review things? I, I'm on the side of like less officiating less intervention um, and them staying sort of out of everything if I had my choice. So that's why I think I, I just, I'm, 
it, it, I'm questioning whether or not this would actually work in a way that makes everyone happy. You know what? I will use uh, Kurt Angle's theme music to hopefully uh, drive my point home in memorable fashion, right? Here's where I stand, Jeff. Right, check this out. Sky Judge! Sky Judge! Sky Judge! Sky Judge! I'm all for fixing the clear and obvious stuff that is missed. Okay. That's where I stand on Okay. You, you say no to the Sky Judge, huh? Uh, I, I think it's more difficult to, to actually pull off than you think at times. I, listen, I hear you. I hear you on that. I think it can be done, though. Okay, coming up next, we have 19 things we need to do and uh, a few minutes to do it. Uh, we're going to get to a couple of prop bets today, college football playoff-wise, a quick, quick Week 17 roundabout, and will it be this guy's final game? All that coming your way. I'm Brian No, He's Jeff Schwartz. We're in for two pros and a cup of joe here on Fox Sports Radio. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Busy weekends are a breeze with American Express Platinum Card. 8 a.m., wait to board plane in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Much better. 2 p.m., grab seats for the game. 6 p.m., book an exclusive reservation with Resi Global Dining Access. Right this way. Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to the Centurion Lounge, must-see live events, and exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, O-O-O-O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find just the right battery for your vehicle. When you're a do-it-yourselfer and need a specialty tool to finish the job stop by o'reilly auto parts and ask about their loaner tool program simply pay a refundable deposit and borrow the right tool then get your deposit back when it's returned need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly the professional parts people at o'reilly 
O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. I'm Brian No, He's Jeff Schwartz. Here on Fox Sports Radio, we're in for 2pros and a cup of joe. We're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Jeff, uh, would you like to do a little two-minute drill here? Let's do it, buddy. Let's go fast in Week 17. We'll get to the college football playoff prop bets here. But a couple of things. Week 17 that we haven't gotten to yet. I felt horrible for Tyrod Taylor. Huh? The Giants on the doorstep of the two-point conversion taking the lead against the Rams. Pass a little behind Saquon. Didn't work out, and the Rams survive here. Yeah, I had Rams make the playoffs, so not not the worst uh, for me. But, yeah, uh, look, with all about tanking and people are upset about what the Broncos did, I mean, the Giants willingly played Tommy Cutlets over over Tyrod Taylor, who's a much much better quarterback. It's kind of mind-blowing that that was overlooked. Yeah. How about the Steelers? They beat the Seahawks. Another winning season for Mike Tomlin. They've won two straight with Mason Rudolph as the quarterback. It feels like three different seasons in one for the Steelers, does it not? Yeah. Like they, they start off, then they suck, now they're back. It's just been a weird year for them. Yeah. Um, but again, Mike Tomlin now, 17 straight years of record over 500. So you got to applaud that. That's I uh, Again, I... See, there's over eight and a half wins, man. It took some time, but we got there. Yeah, you did. He had some doubt after that losing streak, right? We got there. Chiefs get it done. Chiefs come back from a 10-point deficit and beat the Bengals. It is a week-to-week team. It's a week-to-week league. Um, But, man, hey, KC got it done, and it's a different formula than most years, but tough defense. If the receivers can catch, that's going to be a tough outcome playoff time. Yeah, I'm hoping for a a Dolphins win on on Sunday, buddy, because then uh, the Bills are maybe out of it, and uh, the Chiefs get to avoid playing Buffalo in uh, in the postseason. So you're telling me you'd rather go to Miami than to Buffalo? Absolutely. Sorry. Yeah, I, the truth hurts sometimes, you know. Even though I'm, I'm kind of worried about your defense, to be honest with you, but um, yeah, I'm less worried about Tua than I'm worried about Josh Allen. Hey, real fast before college, random game. Houston beats the Titans 26-3. to I just want to say, I was wrong about two moves. I thought C.J. Stroud would really struggle as a rookie, not having half the weapons yeah. that he had at Ohio State. He's been tremendous. And I thought the Texans were drunk for moving up and getting Will Anderson Jr. He's been fantastic. I I thought you should have used that draft capital to surround Stroud with more talent. But apparently Nico Collins and Tank Dell, that's doing it for him. But those moves have worked out, and I didn't see that happening right away. Uh, yeah, it's and Domingo Ryan. I mean, it's all been. I think if you're Houston, you're in a great position right now. Like playoffs or not, you feel really good about it next season. Yeah. Okay. So if we turn our attention to the college football playoff games, is this the last time we see Jim Harbaugh coaching college football? Right. At least at Michigan. Is this it for him? I think he so, loses yeah. today and bolts to the NFL. I think he's gone to the NFL no matter what. Yeah. Yeah. And you're on Alabama, so, right? Yeah, I am. Well, 
I, I would pick Alabama. I didn't wager on the game. I'd pick Alabama to win, yes. Yeah. So you haven't put it on the spreadsheet yet? Is no, what you're no, me. I got four wagers on the spreadsheet. So we're uh, we got we're starting. I'm gonna try, I'm gonna try to track my wagers this year. We'll see how it goes. That'll be my new question. Is this a spreadsheet? No, all, every every no every wager I'm gonna put on the spreadsheet. I hear you. I'll uh, label I, them like if they're a fade or if it's like a a tale of crack, like or a tale of yeah. you. Like I like I, I will label them, but I will. Oh, nice. I'm gonna try to write down every wager. How about the prop I, bets? I tell you, I tell your prop bets. No, no, they'll all go in there. Very nice. I'm going to try my best to put them all in there this year. Blake Corum, Michigan running back. His rushing total is 82 and a half, Jeff. I can't get those props on the offshore. No? No. I, I'll, I'll throw the under in for you on mine. Nice. <laughs> Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Ann Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, oh. 